Hello, man. That last thing, sorry, hit me like a ton of bricks. Wow, yeah. Um, welcome to Who Does a Podcast. No, wrong show. God dang it! I called myself that time. You didn't have to. Catch yeah, me. I called myself. You did. It's a double record day, so forgive me. Welcome to Cheers from the Press Box. I wish this was Who Does a Podcast. It'd be a lot more <laughs> lighthearted and fun and spirited conversation. Uh, this is Kears from the Press Box. I'm your host, Headphone Joe, and I'm here with my co-host, as always. What's up, everybody? Brennan Tassif coming to you live from New York City. Just off the stage of The Stand, one of the top comedy clubs in New York City. This man's making moves. Uh, he's having a better better weekend than uh, my sports fandom. Uh, so without any further ado, we're, we're going to get right to it. We're going to get to some of the big topics in sport. Um, I think we should... Yeah, I'll, I'll dictate the, the order of things. Uh, then we got some basketball. <laughs> Who knows if we're going to get to the basketball. A lot of NFL playoff stuff happening. A lot right of now. playoff stuff. Uh, a lot of uh, hirings, retirings, and all that we got to get to as well. We didn't happen right after we recorded last week. Um, then we got the quick hits. So let's jump into it. Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Here we go. Ah, Brennan. I'm gonna start with the most recent game here. Yeah, everybody's do you coming. Do it for that it. way. Everybody's Just coming. Just get for it over it. with. Everybody thinks that you know they they're out for blood. They think they're gonna they're gonna drink my tears. They think this actually affects me whatsoever. Apparently, no one's been listening to the show, Brennan, and it hurts. These yeah. are close close friends of mine that and family members who obviously have not been listening to the show. Because, Isn't that frustrating? Uh, I can't. Last night, the Philadelphia Eagles played against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in a game that I predicted. I thought Mike Evans was going to have 200 yards and just go crazy. He did not. But Baker did throw for three touchdowns, no interception, 337 yards. Take that, Cleveland. I did. I did. When I came upstairs at the stand and I saw the score, I was like, did Mike Evans go off? Because this would be creepy if Joe was like right on it. I thought I thought he was he was. I mean, he dropped a touchdown very early on. In well, and he didn't play poorly. He had a, like 89 yards or something like that, didn't he? Uh, did he have any yards? Oh, maybe that's Cotton. Maybe I'm thinking about Cotton. Otten. Cotton. Hilarious. Uh, what, that's da, his da, name, da. isn't it? Yeah, Otten. No, Otten. it's Cade Otten. I know. <laughs> Mike Evans had three catches, seven targets, though. The targets were there. And He's he had a, big a touchdown. Like a cotton he just sounds like That sounds racist. more racist, actually. No, does it? Oh, sorry. I mean, you're not going to put the Cotton. Come on. What are, what are we doing here? Um, I was oh, thinking I he's like a big, big puffy white, white guy. guy. Yeah, okay. I see. I see, I see what you were doing there, but college like are probably like, man, you soft like cotton. And then, yeah, I didn't like it. So, uh, what was that voice you were doing? Anyways, the Philadelphia Eagles went That's into Tampa college Bay football player, and they lost the game nine to thirty-two. Now, there was one thing I asked them to do, and it was not get embarrassed like the Dallas Cowboys and only putting up nine points on a Monday night game. This is why I didn't want to be the Monday night game. I did not want to be in isolation, uh, a standout spectacle. Um, we did benefit from the Pittsburgh Bills game getting moved to that day, but still we were the only game on at night 
in the middle of the week during the week's the news cycle. So can't watch PTI or Around the Horn today. Or I can watch it and just relish in like them finally realizing everything I said was true. Because Tony and Mike both picked the Eagles to win. And I was like, you guys don't know football. But Mike said he doesn't <laughs> feel good about it. Uh, but he thought he thought Tampa was bad enough yeah. that where the Eagles will win. Yeah, and I was is, like, yeah, that was interesting. I was like, you haven't been paying attention to how bad we are. <laughs> that's a very interesting. Actually, that's a very interesting point you bring up. And we had no AJ. Every yeah, AJ was out. Everybody, everybody, not everybody. A lot of people have been talking about how poorly the Eagles have been playing the last six weeks. But then everyone picked the Eagles. I was about to say, I, I think it was NFL Live. They did no, no. It was get up. They didn't. Orlowski picked the Eagles. I think it was Dominique, and I can't remember who the third person was. Both went with the Bucks. The oh, people really? that know ball. Know Fox ball. went with the Bucks. Fox went with the Bucks. Look at because he guy, knows man. ball. Yeah, look at our guy. <laughs> That's why we had him on the show. He understands this. So can I? Ready. I know this is your thing, but can I just say one? Th- or are we going to talk about this? We're going we're gonna to talk about it. Okay. I mean, I don't know what what, what are we going to. I didn't. I just wanted to say. Not the game itself. I don't care. Oh, okay. Like, I didn't. My team didn't even make the playoffs, so you'll get no condolences from me. Uh, <laughs> Baker, which is funny because I actually gave you condolences right when we started. Right Baker, <laughs> I'm happy. I know he gets a lot of shit. I'm happy for the Baker Mayfield story. I don't know him personally. He seems kind of like he could be a dick sometimes, but I'm happy for Gives this guy getting taken number one playing hurt and then getting cut because he was playing hurt because they're like, Oh, you're not who we thought you were. It's like his, he had a fucking separated shoulder the Uh, whole season. Hold on. You're, you're, you're breezing over a big, you know, 24 carat hand job size elephant in the room there. He was not just cut because he was playing hurt. He was cut because he was playing hurt and they thought, Hey, let's go get a potentially allegedly a serial sex offender to take your job. I'm trying my hardest never to mention him on the show, but yeah. So for him to come down to Tampa and be like, Hey, I'm finally healthy. Watch this. I I don't know. It's just a cool story. He bounced around a little bit, but he figured himself out. Yeah, the the Panthers thing was a disaster. The Panthers thing was a disaster, but that might have been just the Panthers and the ownership being a disaster. That's what it looks Uh, like now. But he got to Los Angeles with two days and a half to learn the playbook and won a game for them. Yeah, Um, that Thursday game. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. But, um, yeah, no, the Eagles Eagles stink. Uh, I've been saying this for weeks. Uh, you can't hurt me. Uh, it was funny. <laughs> I called. Uh, I called my girl yesterday, like during the game, because I stopped watching the game at a certain point. And I was watching the Emmys, and I was calling her to tell her, like, the Bears cleaning up, babe. And she was like, "Oh, this is awesome." And she was like, "How are the Eagles doing?" I was like, "The Bears cleaning up, babe." I was like, "Who cares?" And she was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, but you did say." You just want them to lose so you can get over it already. I was like, exactly. <laughs> I was like, Did the bear I was clean like, up? she gets the bear cleaned up. Best actor, best supporting actress, best supporting actor. It won for best comedy series. Who won best the supporting actor? Clean. Uh, I don't. Oh, uh, Ebon, uh, cousin. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah. So it, that it was a great night. Succession won a ton. That was a great win for me. Beef won a ton. I, I was as I texted my group chat and Discord yesterday. Hey, the Eagles lost, but I'm a winner. All right, I was rooting for succession. You were a winner, the bear and beef, baby, and we we clean sweeped all three of those bad boys. Did you hear the rumor? Did we talk about this last year about 
one of the writers for the bear had to put his Emmy tux on a credit card because he had no money. Oh, shout out to Alex O'Keefe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, was that- a um that was the writer who talked about it. He talked about it on the Levitard show. Oh, uh, oh shit. And then he went other Coming places. Full circle. And that story kind of came up. But um, yeah, he wrote on I think he was a, a staff writer on season one. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he was on season two. But yeah, no, he didn't have a tux. It wasn't the Emmys, it was the WGAs. Okay. I remember it was yeah. something. And he was like, I couldn't afford. He had like $2 to his name. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, I'm a writer on the show winning all these awards and I have fucking no money. Yeah. So. God, shout out to Alex. I was about to say, he follows me on Twitter now. Like, Holy shit. We've tweeted back and forth at each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool kid. He's from uh, Orlando, I want to say. Damn. Gang, gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, but yeah, back to the Eagles. Uh, Jalen Hurts looked hurt. No pun intended. Um the offense looked to be in shambles. They started, Brennan, it was so funny. They started the game, two runs, right? And I was mm. like, holy mm. buckets. Are they finally going to do the th- seven straight passes after that? At I think it, midway through the third quarter, we only had seven rushing attempts. Wow. This was still a, a nine to 16 or whatever the fuck the score was game. Can't like, let that happen. And it, it was just like you just just fell in love with the pa- – I think it was like 27 passes or 24 passes to seven rushes at that point. And it's like, yo, the all the Bucks are doing is pressuring you. Try to run a blitz counter. Try to run into the teeth of the blitz and then somebody, some gap discipline. Uh, or run a screen and just keep them honest or something. <laughs> Trust me, they ran screens. They ran screens until couldn't they couldn't run screens anymore. Yeah. Jesus Christ. The so screen is one wrong. of the easiest plays to... Run a running back screen. Stop running screens to the outside. Oh, and yeah. You got wide safeties and corners teeing off on you. But, um, yeah, the seconds are winding down here. Uh, fire everybody. As uh, as I told Brennan, Kevin Clark tweeted, uh, better coaches than Sirianni have been fired by the Eagles before. Um, don't forget, Andy Reid was a once a head coach that got us to four NFC championships. Uh, Doug Peterson won the Super Bowl and was gone two years later. Um, so yeah, this I, I really feel bad for uh, Jason Kelsey, who we're hearing that he's. More than likely going to retire. He's already. Well, yeah, last year we thought he was going to retire. Yeah, I would say we thought he was retiring last year. Um, But he's mentioned it. He said it to teammates. Uh, You see in the video probably of him hugging uh, offensive line coach, uh, Stoutland University. Um, Yeah, that was pretty sad. Uh, Brandon Graham. He took his helmet off and then put it right back on. And I was like, oh, that's not a good sign. I believe Brandon Graham said he is coming back uh, for a farewell tour. I don't know. What the future holds for Fletch at this point, um, I believe Lane is going to be back because uh, he's still. I mean, of all of them, I think I believe he's the youngest. Um, but yeah, no, the offensive line needs to be reworked. The defensive line needs to be. They just got to get like Jordan Davis and J- Jalen Carter had a good start to the year, but they really tailed all tailed off at the end of the year. And I don't know if it's just youth exuberance or. Uh, they just need to, you know, the grind of, you know, 17, 18, 19, 20 games now. Um, but they got to be in shape for all of those. Hassan Reddick and Josh Sweat just super disappointed their entire season. Hassan got to double-digit sacks, but the edge didn't get a sack for like five weeks prior to yeah. this game. Um, so, good. I got to see what you have in Nolan Carter. 
Uh, Got to invest in the linebacking position, which I've been asking for for a year since we started this show. <laughs> linebackers and safeties are the two things I've wanted invested in. But now we got to invest in corners because yep. love Slay. I can't even fault Slay for coming back uh, from surgery uh, to try to play in this game. He did what he could, but then he suffered an injury. I guess I wasn't watching at that point. I had given up on this game well before that. Um, and Bradbury, just send Bradbury to Nova Scotia for all I care. I it's never want to see him in a jersey anymore. I this never want to see him in an Eagles jersey anymore. These guys at one point were considered top tier corners. Yeah, and they're on the wrong side of thirty. I know, but it's like, just weird to be that's like the, that's three the, years ago they were top tier of their position. That's the problem with trying to run it back. Sometimes you yeah. have to look a gift horse in the mouth and be like, "Hey, we need to fix the dental work here." Like you can't just run it back all like just. And expect everybody to be as good as they were a year ago. Because one, you played longer football, so the likelihood of more injuries is high. Yeah. Because your body's not going to have as much time to recover as it did the year prior when you were out in the first round of the playoffs. <clears throat> so you got more wear and tear on the body. You're older, so you're gonna just you're naturally going to degenerate in some way, shape, or form. Um, well, also, it's a huge luck factor. Yeah, it's a huge I mean, luck factor. Huge luck factor. Yeah. Injury luck, all that. I mean. But yeah, no, this team, this team was not the this team was Kyle, you know. Gotta give credit to where credit is due, man. Kyle called us the Vikings long ago. He said it before I wanted to admit it. He wrote me O'Cornell that we are who they thought we they yeah, were. Yeah, man. He, like they just they they got by by the skin of their teeth week after week, week after week, playing with fire. And they eventually got burnt. And, yeah, no, it's one of the most egregious collapse in in my lifetime. Just how you went from 10-1, and one, the division and the conference, in your balls, in the palm of your hands. You had the, the division and the conference by the balls. I fucked up. You had it by the, by the balls, and you just squandered it away. Dennis Green, right. I said Romeo Cano. My mistake. No, no, yeah, you did. Romeo Kilnell said nothing interesting know, ever. ever. <laughs> they are who we thought they were. And we let them right. off the hook. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be playing against the Detroit Lions. Uh, the Detroit Lions, who won their first playoff game in over 32 years. Brennan, I'm bum, 30 bum, years bum. old. It's the first time it's ever happened. Um, it's happened before in your lifetime. Barely, though. It was Barely. that was the weird thing is I always think I'm Barely. so old. And then when they were talking about that stat, I go, oh, I was like two. Like, yeah. I'm not Barely. even. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I so with too many young people. That was uh, that was a sight to behold. You had Eminem in attendance. Big show. It was the Barry. only good game of the weekend. Sanders. Can we say that? Uh, yeah, no, we can't say that. Really? I'll talk about another good game. I'll talk about another good game. Um. Brother, game but yeah, blowout. Brandon. Oh, never mind. What were your about. thoughts about Detroit winning this game, beating uh, Matt Stafford? I was so I was really torn on this game because I like Matt. I really do like Matthew Stafford as a quarterback, as a person. You were I were a Lions for, fan at one point. Yeah, growing up, I rooted for the Detroit Lions because I always liked rooting for the underdog, and I really liked their color scheme. This is when I was like ten or eleven years old, um, and then you know they get. 
Calvin Johnson, the six foot five, two hundred twenty pound wide receiver at a Georgia Tech who can run a four five or excuse me a four three, and I was like, oh, this team's going to be like a sight to behold, and then they just weren't. Um, so I'm kind of torn on this because I really like Matthew Stafford. I like what the Rams did. Everyone knows I love an underdog. So to start the season, I had them in the bottom tier of my power rankings. They had 34 undrafted rookies on their roster, and I said, oh, this is it. Time to pay the toll. Uh, for all those draft picks you traded away. And then, you know, they ended up making it to the playoffs. This was a very hard fought game. Uh, there will be controversy about the Puka Nakua hold uh, on fourth and 14 or third and 14, whatever it was. Um, but that's it's playoff football, man. Like, you're not going to get every call. Like, I don't understand. Matthew Stafford also, they should have gotten a roughing the passer call when he got stepped on. <laughs> but. Uh, I'm happy for the Lions. This is Lions football. Uh, Dan Campbell said they were going to play like this, uh, grind it out. They were kind of, in the first quarter and a half, kind of running it down their throat. They were badgering them that first. Yeah, it like was, every time David Montgomery or Gibbs got the ball, it was 10 to 15 yards instantly. Just, yeah, just ripping <laughs> off plays. And. The defense played relatively well comparatively to what everyone was saying. I a couple of because I was uh, I forget what I was. I think I was working at the time. Or no, I was at I was in Delaware at Tracy's friend's house, so I was only like half watching the game. We had it on in the background, but every play that I saw, uh, the Rams run on offense. Like they were swarming. Detroit was swarming to the football, like making big hits and stuff. Mm-hmm. And again, this goes back to like the roughing the passer and, and the pass interferences that weren't called. Like it was a very physical game. Uh, happy for Detroit though. Some of those fans when they panned to the stands are like screaming and crying. I was like, good for you guys. Yeah, man. Um, really good. And I, I was, uh, I didn't know if, uh, Sam Laporta was going to be able to play, but he was able to play. So it was yeah. good to see that his injury sustained in the last week. It did not come to bite them in that way. So, um, but yeah, no, happy for Detroit. I thought the Rams would win. Uh, the Rams got close. You, who knows with that Puka call, what happens. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to fault. Oh, 23-24, we should say. No, oh, sorry. Yeah, 23-24. Very, very close game. <laughs> uh, but... uh the team, the team and the coaching staff, like you said, did the same thing they did since they entered the building. Um, they trusted their players to execute. Yep. I called it out when uh, Jared Goff didn't execute in Dallas when he threw the ball to man's ankles on a potential game-winning two-point conversion. And I'll tell you here, they put the ball in his hands for the final drive, um, for the final drive to ice out the game. They ran the ball a couple times, got one first down. I think it was after the two-minute warning. The Rams had already spent their time out. They threw the ball where they didn't have to, got it on my raw St. Brown first down, and that was the end of the game. So having faith in your players to execute what you call, that is what they've – that has been their hallmark, and they're going to ride it out to the end, and they have a very good chance of making it to the NFC Championship. And that, that offense is potent. Yeah, I was like, they were prone in that first half. Second half, three points. I know. But, <laughs> you know, Sean but they can they, they, they can find things. They can find. Is things. Brandon Staley back with the Rams? Did he, they they go out and pick? No, him up? fuck no. He was there for a season. I'm kidding. But he was it's, the biggest uh, sham mockery. Now Raheem Morris needs to get an actual coaching job because 
he was out there with Swiss cheese and then held that team to three know, in the second half. Like Jesus Christ. Yeah, Raheem Holding made that whole thing to game with duct tape and glue. Speaking of and Tampa then almost Bay, almost got them to win that game. I know, right? Remember when he was hired? He was like the young. It was so funny. He was so young when he was hired that he went through entire cycles, and, and we all still almost forgot he was out of the league. <laughs> and then now we didn't gonna, forget. But now he's still going to be one of the youngest coaches in the league. Like they removed from MLK Day, we didn't forget. <laughs> he's like forty-one. All right, Brennan. Uh, the He's Green Bay baby. Packers, they played a game. This was the other fun game to watch, Brennan. Yeah, this was a fun game to watch for you. This was not a Four good game. Four minutes on the clock. Four minutes on the clock for this one. Brennan, uh, I do need to shout out Marcus. Marcus in the Packer Nation did put out a lot of memes and whatnot talking about how uh, is Jordan Love better than Jalen Hurts? Well, Oh, I thought you were talking year, about when he, he said be. in the Discord, I'm as hard as a diamond in an ice storm right now. Oh, I thought that's what you were talking about. No, I was definitely not talking about that. But um, this year he might be. 32 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Um, he played a hell of a game. The Packers had a hell of a game plan. Matt, Matt LaFleur might be, might be on to something, huh? Is Green Bay right for always, well, always, it's happened three times, sitting their quarterbacks for like two or three years? Are they still doing it right and everyone else is just an idiot? Um, Let's see what year two looks like. But yeah, if you, the year look, two looks similar to year one for Jordan Love as a starter, probably. I mean, he I did mean, have that dip. They started like what, like six and or one and six like, or something, yeah, one, one and five six, or something. Yeah. One and five, um, that was it in the first six. But yeah, I mean, but I mean, again, it's it's your first experience, your first rodeo. They close the season out better than just about any team. Um, so yeah, uh, Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys lose. Let me get to that. Let's talk about your favorite team in the uh, NFL. Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott and CD Lamb, the sham, loses uh, forty-eight to thirty-two. The first round that's slot. Thirty-two. That first. That thirty-two is a is a. Sham of a 32 got down. That 32 was built on lies and cheating. My goodness. All the garbage time yards they racked up. Dak ended up throwing for 403 on 60 attempts. No let's, way. Let's, let's that cut was, that that's, in half. Yeah, that's I'm telling you, it's all garbage time bullshit, man. Like, this team did nothing. CeeDee Lamb, 17 targets, only nine catches. Wow. If you got 17 targets and you only had nine catches. That's not even yeah. good as a slot receiver. I mean, we ended up with 110 uh, on the call sheet. Um, yeah, Dallas looked pathetic. They looked they looked lost offensively. They, they had no true identity. They had no second punch. Um, the only person who was really giving them anything early on in the game was Gallup. And then they just went away from him because they were like, we got to get this CD Lamb thing working. Uh, so they kind of shot themselves in the foot. But Brandon Cooks, bit of a non-factor, as I kind of said he would become. I mean, he's good at moments, but when you need him most, not really there. Mike McCarthy going to get fired. I'm sad to see it. Um, but if I've learned anything from Dallas's coaching cycles, they're going to get the wrong guy again. I mean, they just constantly pick the wrong guy. They yep. never go with the right guy. So in my entire lifetime, since I was two years old, this is the last time they were 
anything in the NFL. It's two for you for the Lions. It's two for me for the Cowboys. Since I was two years old, they have not been worth a damn. They haven't been to an NFC championship game since 95. Um, God, I can't believe that. So, yeah, it was fun to watch. Uh, It was fun to see Aaron Jones finally have the game I've been waiting for him to have as he was one of my fantasy running backs in one of my leagues. My brother texted me like, where was that for you when you needed it? And I was like, hey, it's here for me when I need it now. All right. Um, But, yeah, Brendan, you got anything on this one? Uh, No. I... It was interesting because as soon as uh, they took that pretty dominating lead, I was like, oh. 27-0. Every, everybody's going to start blowing up. Um, breaking news coming whoop, across the whoop, wires. Whoop. Uh, ESPN is reporting whoop. six-time All-Pro and future Hall of Fame. Uh, I know he's Jason retiring. Kelsey told mm. Eagles teammates on Monday. I said this already. That he is retiring. Well, now we have sources say. So. I I was report I just didn't source it, but that I said he told teammates last night he was retiring. Adam Schefter tweeted that at like eight a.m. today, Brennan. I thought you were telling me Sirianni was getting hours, fired three hours ago. <laughs> Jesus, don't get my hopes up. I'm literally I'm, upset with you right now. I'm sorry. You said it in like a casual kind of way, like you think he might be retiring. No, I said, I said it sucks for Jason Kelsey. He told his teammates last night he's going to retire. He's more than likely going to retire. He hugged Stoutland on the sideline. Like, it's a wrap. I'm sorry my guy is gone. I gave you, Brandon Graham said he's doing a retirement tour. Like, I... Uh, breaking news: Brandon Graham says he is going you, you to do, retire. You set up the next one. You set up the next one. I don't even know where we are. All right, I'm here we go. Uh, we're talking about uh, Pittsburgh at Buffalo. This game was delayed uh, to Monday because of giving this one two minutes. Storm. Yeah, we don't need to talk about this uh, because of the weather. Uh, this is in Buffalo. Had to clear out the stadium. It's always cool when the stadium's like completely covered in snow. I know it sucks for the workers, but it is cool looking. Uh, yeah, Buffalo dominates. At one point, it's 21 to zero. I honestly was like, should they take Josh Allen out? And then uh, Pittsburgh started a little bit of a comeback, started scoring. Mason Rudolph out there, slinging it around. Uh, what was the final on this? Uh, 31-17. Yeah, so never in any kind of trouble. Uh, what, did you, what did you take away from this game? Uh, I turned this game off once it was 21-0. <laughs> yeah, okay, um, we're on the same page. Yeah, I tell I told everybody like, oh yeah, Monday afternoon football. All right, that was fun, everybody. Go back to work because <laughs> this is over. Um, but yeah, I mean the Steelers they 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 try to make a good run of it, but uh, at the end of the day, the Bills who have overcome all their injuries. So everybody who wants to talk about injuries yeah. and make that your excuse, the Bills have had their fair share of injuries and if three captains have, out. Talk about it. I Talk just like it. I don't yeah like everyone's <laughs> so, like oh so and so was hurt it's like they're missing three captains hey so um yeah they definitely Sean McDermott who I thought and rightfully so was on the hot seat for a little bit there uh he definitely course corrected it and um they've gotten this game rolling this team now as currently presently presented 
is built for this. James Cook looks like a legit NFL running back, and they're actually giving him the ball, unlike when Devin Singletary was there, who also looked like a legit actual running back. Um, So, yeah, they're feeding the right people. Uh, uh, Josh doesn't feel like he has to do it all on his own. At least he's not demonstrating that. He's making the plays when need be, but he's not overdoing it. Um, And that's going to lead to success 100% of the time. Yeah, it's um he's not playing hero ball, which is exactly what you want out of him. Don't you don't need to do don't that. Don't want out of him. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying is he's not playing yeah. hero ball and that's what you want out of him. So yeah. All right, next game up because these two teams Oh, did we say uh Green Bay and San Francisco is going to play each other? Yeah. Um so Buffalo will be facing off against the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs uh, beat the Miami Dolphins. This is not a shocker to anyone. This is not a no. dig at the Dolphins whatsoever. Um, they were going in as a mash unit. Uh, they had injuries. Even though I just said, don't talk about your injuries. They had well, a we, lot of injuries. Yeah, and especially to, like, on defense. Key players as well. And you can't generate the pressure that Jalen Phillips and Bradley Chubb were giving you with with the uh, I don't even know who the heck they were throwing out there. They were throwing Justin Houston like five Justin years Houston removed from his heyday. Yeah. Like yeah, it, it Melvin Ingram ten years five years away from his prime. Like so they were they were trying to do what they could. Um but the thing you could uh, have an issue with them is that offense looked pretty fucking bad. Stagnant. Uh, and that rushing game looked pretty fucking bad. And they went away from their running game a little too soon. 18 carries total. Um, and three of those were from Tua. <laughs> God, Tua um, Tungavaloa threw it 39 times. Yeah, in the blistering cold. Now, Patrick Mahomes threw it 41 times, but their running backs ran it a combined 30, 33 times, if my math is correct. No, that's wrong. 34. 34? 34? Oh, I'm sorry. 32, uh, because Patrick had two of those. There we go. So, yeah. Um, They committed to the run. They kept the ball. They they, they kept possessions alive. Um, Well, and also he had 262 yards through the air and no sacks, and... Tonga Valoa had not even 200 yards. Yeah. I mean, one team was playing with a host of, uh, a host of their, their goodies on defense. And the other team had Melvin Ingram and Justin Houston in 2024. Shout out to Rasheed Rice. Yeah. Rasheed Rice. Shout out to him. They had a hell of a game rookie Uh, for them. Their best receiver. Now they got to go to Buffalo, and I mean, look, Kansas City Buffalo gives us fireworks every now and again. Every 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 time they play, really. Uh, earlier this year, it was the Travis Kelsey throw back to Tony. Tony lined up offside. Uh, we had the 13 second game winner and all that good jazz, or game tire to go into overtime and all that good jazz. So uh, expecting to see fireworks in the snow. This game's gonna be in West West New Are York. Are we gonna talk about it? I mean, we're going to talk about about the elephant in the room, the cracked helmet. And Uh, how does a man not go into concussion protocol if they're a cracked helmet? No, that is. We're not going to talk about that. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, No, the NFL sent me a text. We're not talking about that. Uh, Okay. Sorry. I wanted to talk uh, just briefly. Patrick Mahomes never played a away game. Never played a road playoff game. I think that's so overrated. I think it means something. Uh, Okay. Well, if you want to say it, every 
Super Bowl he's played in, and it's been a road playoff game. No, but it's not. <laughs> he it's played not. one against a team in their home stadium. And lost. Exactly. Pretty significantly. I'm saying, but, no, but he's played no, a road playoff game. No, but what I'm saying is, like uh, when people go, oh, except the Super Bowl, it's like, yeah, but other than the Tampa Bay thing, that doesn't count because it's not at it's a neutral site. But my thing site. is, what, my but thing is, a, at the end of the day, like I, I heard, I think he's earlier. gonna be rattled. Hold on, I don't, I don't think he's gonna be rattled. I think like, he is. that's dumb to think that he's gonna be rattled just because he's now he's on the road. They play sixteen games on, they play eight games a year on the road. Like this is not great. gonna do anything different. What the thing is, you don't think you think a normally, playoff atmosphere isn't different than I a regular season atmosphere? I think it's yes. I think it's different. Do I think it's gonna rattle a two-time MVP, a two-time Super Bowl MVP, a two-time Super Bowl winner? No, I think he's seen some shit on the road. I think, I think he went to Texas with fucking Texas Tech and seen some shit on the road. I think he's gonna be rattled. All right. I don't think he's going to be fucking rattled. Now, if you want to say, uh, I was going to say some of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen all play poorly on the road because you know what? When you're playing playoff games on the road, it means you usually have a worse team. That's sure. what we should underline. It's not that he's going to be rattled. It's usually your team's not as good, and that's why you're not playing at home. I think they're going to be Peyton Manning was three and five on the road. Drew Brees was two and five on the road. Those are also, Hall of Fame guys, not are they? They usually don't do well on the playoff games on the road because their team usually stink. To to your point, I also think that these receivers and stuff aren't going to be like. I think the not, receivers will be rattled. I, yeah, you're not going to be able to call audibles at the line. In this exactly. Game. You're not going to be able to hear shit. Tony's not going to be able to look and see if he's online or not because it's snowy and outside and the lines. He's going to get confused. You think Tony plays? I, I, I didn't even think. I don't think he played the this he recent didn't. game. That's why I was about to say. Yeah, I was like, did he? He's a DNP coaches. Coaches was it? Yeah. Okay, because I was like, is he hurt? Did he get an injury that missed? Because no. I was like, I don't coaches see him decision. out there at all. <laughs> they finally decision. realized. Yeah. Um, no, I, I I didn't care who won this game, but now I want Kansas City to win. Guess why everybody would shut the fuck up me. about this road? Not you, because a lot of people were like, oh, you got to do it on the road in the playoffs. Yeah, you know what's funny? Tom Brady didn't do it on the road to the playoffs until he was a Tampa yeah, Bay Buccaneer. That's true. Like, he he never had to do it on the road. Because <laughs> they always were so good. And it's weird, too, because, like like you said, that's actually a very good point, that if you're playing on the road, it's normally because you don't have the best team. You have an inferior team. But we also saw inferior teams because of the way the divisional worked out, the divisions worked out. We saw inferior teams playing at home and dominating these so-called juggernauts, too. But were those juggernauts not flawed? No, you're right. I mean... Like we the Eagles about were it. flawed. Yeah, the Philly thing we saw coming. It was the to be honest with you, and I know this is sacrilegious because you're a big Phillies fan. The Cowboys thing was surprising because they looked no, good that's going why, into. That's why to me, and my brother did uh, correct me on this. Um, that's why to me that one was funnier. But as my brother pointed out, they had lost their last two of three. Yeah, but I was like, that's nothing compared to five of six. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Yeah, they five looked good. It's like, a little worse, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. All right. What do we got left? All right. Uh, we Game got. Game of the week time. <laughs> Game of the week. Game of the week. All right. Uh, this is Brandon, my favorite game, far and away. We were wrong as shit. Actually, so, hold on. Oh, God. On a technicality, I was right. I knew he was going to do this. On a technicality, this is, I was this is right. like every week. On a technicality, I was Joe right. Joe can't be wrong. 
I can be wrong. I can be wrong. But technically. Right? I had the Rams winning. I had the Cowboys winning. I can be wrong. On a technicality, true. Houston versus Cleveland. Cleveland went into uh they went to NRG Stadium and they played a team that we love. Okay. We have Houston, nothing. We are pro Houston Texans here we in this podcast. Nothing but the utmost respect for the uh coaching staff down. Not yes. the not not yeah. I don't know who the GM is and I I know I don't really rock with the owners and all that. But um coaching staff down, D'Amico Ryan's, CJ Stroud, everybody Bobby Slocum, uh Slowen, Slow Slowick, Slowick. Um but yeah, uh but Brennan, the thing that I was right about was hey, Houston is I said, I don't even know if this is a quote paraphrasing here. Houston will lose this game to Cleveland because def- Cleveland's defense is way too good. Um, I think the young kid is going to have trouble unless Joe Flacco gives them a couple balls that, uh, and he has been prone to do that since he's taken over uh, as quarterback of the Cleveland Browns, gives them some short fields. He was prone and, to do that in Baltimore. <laughs> he was prone to do that wherever he was. Yeah, he, just, he loves slinging <laughs> um, it. And if Houston gets some short fields and whatnot. Now, I thought he'd throw a couple interceptions. Yeah, it was bad. I didn't think he was going to throw a couple odd pick sixes. My guy was spotting them points. He gave them two touchdowns, two tutties. Like, the offense (laughs) didn't even have to come out. (laughs) Yeah, that was insane. Uh, And they weren't even down by that much on the first one. They were only down, like, what? It was like 10 to 14 14 points. Yeah, yeah, it was, like, close. And then it was like seven ten ish. Pick six, and you're like, oh, this is getting a little out of hand. Seventeen ten, or seventeen seven, and then pick six, and you're like, okay, pick six, like, yeah. oh, well, all right, well, twenty four seven, yeah, now we're now we're done. <laughs> oh man, super um, happy for Houston. Very happy to see this. Interested to see what happens at Baltimore. Yeah, so uh, let's pick the games. No analysis, just picking the games. Houston, Baltimore. Who you got? I've got Baltimore. All right, I got Baltimore. Kansas City, Buffalo, who you got? Buffalo. I got Kansas City. Green Bay, San Francisco, who you got? San Francisco. San Francisco. Uh, Tampa Bay, Detroit, who you got? This pains me. I'm taking Tampa Bay. Detroit, here we go. Um, I don't think Baker could do it two two weeks in a row. And It hurts because I really want. Ada Hutchinson on a tear. Yeah. They don't got a lot of pass rush, but Ada Hutchinson is a dog. Yeah, he's that boy is a dog. Some would say that uh, whoever had the first pick in that draft should have taken Aiden Hutchinson. Some would say. Some would say. Instead of Trayvon Walker, the most <laughs> overrated super athlete of our generation. Some would say. All right, that is it for uh, the playoffs. Playoffs. But, Brandon, we got a couple things to talk about before we get out of the NFL discussion. All right. Okay. Bill Belichick, no longer the head coach of the New Oh, yeah. It's been, this all happened like right I after know, we recorded. I know. This happened the day after we recorded. Uh, uh, Bill Belichick, no longer the head of the, the Patriots. Uh, Pete Carroll, no longer uh, the, the head football coach of the Seahawks. Nick Saban retired from Alabama. Will he go no, to the pros? Will he go to the Eagles to coach no, Landon Dickerson now that he's going to uh, coach Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith, three of his players that he had at one time? I'm just saying, just asking questions. Questions are being asked. I think Nick Saban's done, done. He just built like a $20 million house in Jupiter, Florida. I think he just wants to Ooh. golf and relax. Uh, the Bill Belichick thing, 
as much as we've talked about and we like speculated all year, it's still shocking. 24 years in one place. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be, shocking. that's so long. Uh, I think Bill, I know Bill's going to keep coaching and that's brings us to the interesting point. 13 of, games to break Shula's record. I believe yeah, for so most wins. As a everyone's talking about Atlanta being a good landing spot. They don't have a quarterback. He's he going to be in the same position. Yeah. He's going to be in the same position. Uh, I don't say they don't have a quarterback, but they have options to get quarterbacks. Yeah. And they have great offensive pieces. Um, exactly. And they have a defense that has improved and he can take up a notch. Shout out to the mayor, uh, Clayus Campbell. Um, the one that is the most interesting to me is the Pete Carroll one because Pete says five that days. That was oh, so stunning. As of his uh, promotion Speech, or demotion or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He said three days before that prior that he wanted to keep coaching. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then that happens. So I think maybe he's going to coach somewhere else. Yeah, I think he's leaving. I think he's going to say, I think take if your he gets a job, or, he's gone. Yeah, yeah I think he's going to say, take your front office job and shove yeah, it. Take your advisory role and have a day. <laughs> That's the one I'm interested in because Pete Carroll, there's some teams that are built for Pete Carroll's coaching style. Run first, play defense. Now, the thing that uh, a lot of smart people, smarter football people than me, will say, Bill Barnwell and Mina Kimes, uh, Pete Carroll, the, the difference between Pete's coaching prospects and Bill's coaching prospects is the fact that both of their calling cards are defense. Yeah. In the last couple of years, Bill Belichick's defenses have still been that's true, relatively good, if not better than that. Yeah, they've maintained Pete above Carroll, like top ten. In the I think DVR. their DVOA for Seattle this year was twenty eighth. Yeah, that's not good, and it wasn't good last year either. Yeah, so we'll see. I think uh, I, I think know. I think Everyone the locker room still loves Bill. him. I'm not sure. I don't think Bill's going to. Love I, I was say a lot of people were saying Cowboys for Bill. That was another big one. I think it's coming to the Eagles. Thinking him and Jeff are gonna sit down and be like, you know what? I'm a Northeast guy. I'm a Northeast guy. Um, and then you know, there's a speculation of Jim Harbaugh going somewhere potentially. Uh, he already interviewed with the Chargers. Pretty sure that's gonna be a done deal here shortly, uh, in the next couple of weeks or so. Harbaugh, but, um, yeah, Harbaugh to the Chargers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. They, I mean, a lot of our life. These guys have been like staples as far as the coaching profession is concerned. I mean, uh, for me, you had Pete Carroll going from USC where he was the man um, and then going up to Seattle and doing what he did there, getting the two Super Bowls. Bill Belichick, I mean, not a lot needs to be said about his coaching career uh, in New England, 24 years, seven, six Super Bowls, getting to what, 10 of them, just a machine of a man. And then Nick Saban going from LSU didn't have the best of luck in Miami boogied when he felt like necessary and then built Alabama, who was a dormant, a sleeping giant of a program who wasn't relevant in my early years of living. Like, yeah, I never heard tales of bear Bryant, but that was like, in so far in the past, and then he just built it right back up immediately and just made them the most efficient factory ever. Derrick Henry is from Florida. 
He's from Uly, Florida, and ended up going to Alabama instead of Florida State, Miami, and Florida. Like, the way he was able to recruit is just like none other. Yeah, I mean, it's insane what he can get done. Uh, I'm sorry, I was looking this up. I got a little bit distracted. Seattle, twenty second in defensive DVOA last year. Yeah, yeah. So, so that was a lot of work to say they were twenty eighth this year and then twenty second last year. Yeah, all in the decline. So, do you know how hard it is to find stats from a season prior in the NFL, especially on DVOA? God, there's so many numbers. All right, Brennan, a little, little quick uh, basketball recap. Um, FAU the, dominated uh, UAB. <laughs> the Milwaukee Bucks fixed, have fixed their issues, their ills. They're on a three-game winning streak, still number two in the East behind the Boston Celtics. Uh, the Cavs uh, figured some shit out. Yeah, they're on a five-game winning streak. Miami Heat are on a three-game winning streak. Uh, 76ers are still at number three. They play the Denver Nuggets tonight, but it's a back-to-back, so Embiid's probably going to sit out because he's a scared little coward. Austin's still undefeated Magics. at home. The Orlando Magics have uh, they they went on Magic. A bit of a it's singular. You don't have to throw an S on that. My bad. The Orlando <laughs> Magics, a uh, bit of a backslide. Uh, <laughs> you son of a. <laughs> they've lost six of their last ten. One last night though. Uh, against the New York Knickerbockers. That was um, a fun game to watch because at the restaurant, everyone's like, put the next game on. And I was like, let's go. Magic. <laughs> Paolo Bancaro. All right. Franz Wagner hurts still. Really killing my friend. Fantasy. Fucking mine too. Uh, Look at us. <laughs> in the Western Conference, Minnesota still number one. OKC just took a loss yesterday to the Lakers. Um, so they're but they're in that number two, one game back. Nuggets one game back as well. Clippers three games back of in the fourth spot. The Kings and the Mavs fill out your five and six. Uh Golden State is in a free fall. Who they lose to yesterday? They lost to Memphis yesterday. Yeah. Memphis with no John, no smart, no bane. Let me yeah. say that one more time. Yeah, we get it. Memphis with no Ja Morant, who's out for the rest of the season. My pick no, was probably not great. No Desmond Bain and no Marcus Smart. They lost to that squad. I'm Steph Curry, Draymond nice Green, pick. Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, all were in attendance. All played. Probably all not the there. best pick I've ever had. You can say it again, goddamn. Uh, <laughs> the Lakers in at number 10. The, the, the fucking Utah Jazz are rolling right now. I just They're want to say. Yeah, hanging Six out. Six game winning streak. They're ahead of the, the Lakers at the nine spot. Uh, above 500. Good for them. Um, if I would have told you, um, let's do it 30 for 30 first. 30 for 30 for style. What if I told you the Timberwolves and the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Clippers would be three of the top four teams this year? Would you have believed me? Um, Maybe. I would not have believed the Timberwolves, even though they started getting it together at the end of last season. The Clippers thing is shocking because after that Harden trade, I was like, the they're Clippers, fucked. That's the funny thing. The Clippers is the most shocking of all of them. OKC, the OKC, what they were showing last year, what we've seen out of Shea Gilgis. Yeah, that's, um, I, that's why I didn't We knew that. they that's were the on one, an yeah. ascendance of some yeah. sorts. Uh, Minnesota, 
Anthony Edwards has been building to this crescendo and you know putting that team basically taking over the mantle of hey it's gonna be cat's team like no you're no, not I think it's, who we're building was it ever around. cat's team i don't think it was it ever cat's was. team yeah um but he was, was a lot of cat needs to take to over be. this team and he never did it was positioned to be his team and then eventually it and the edwards like you know placated for about two three years and then he got his contract and he's like yeah okay it's my team now um i am the captain now. Ah, i was um, gonna say it so the Clippers think some people are talking about how they're the deepest team in the West and maybe they the always NBA. are. They always I know, but it's just are. insane because it's they like have they have a lot of talent on that team. They've amassed a lot of talent. They've they paid lost a lot six of out of people. eight when Harden first um, got there, and now it's putting the puzzle pieces together correctly. Shout out to Ty Lue, man. He 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 weathered the storm, went through the the rain, and uh, you know they they look a lot better. They look a lot more cohesive and. Uh, I mean, Kawhi Leonard just signed his extension. They're hoping that uh, Paul George will sign his. Um, so, yeah, that, that's interesting there. Uh, in, as Brennan alluded to, in the side of men's college basketball, the uh, let's go to the rankings. Uh, FAU won their game against UAB, and they are still in 24. the top 25, sitting at number 23. Oh, we moved up a spot. 1-1, one, one, lost one, I believe. So we're still not ranked. Uh, Kentucky lost a conference game. So they fell. Um, they fell to the eighth spot. Memphis have climbed all the way to number 10 behind Coach Anthony Hardaway and them boys. Uh, UConn is number one. Purdue is number two. Kansas is number three. UNC is number four. And Houston is number five. Houston was number two last week, apparently. Uh, but we didn't really go over basketball last week. A lot of playoffs to get to. Uh, in the women's side of the bracket, there's a lot of interesting things going on there, Brian. Uh, did you know that LSU took an L in conference play to Auburn? Really? Yeah. There was a lot of people. USC also beat UCLA, who was number two. Um, there was a lot going on in the women's bracket. But USC. C, the other USC, University of South Carolina, still number one. Iowa moves into number two. Colorado moves into number three. NC State moves into number four. USC jumps up to six, still behind UCLA at five. Um, and then LSU fell from seven to ten. This is their second loss in this season. UConn women have moved up, though, to number nine. Wow. They were not in the top nine for quite some time there. They finally found their way back, found their footing, some would say. All right. Time for the quickets. And you'll be surprised how quick. And- quick! Name hits. Quick hit. Quick! Uh, Brennan, the NHL season is in full skate. Um, over 43 games from over 40. Hmm, the Maple Leafs have only played 41. So over 40 games have been played by just about every team. Uh, damn, the Kings have only played four. Oh my gosh, the Edmonton orders these assholes have played thirty nine. Sons of. Sons of <laughs> All right. Anyways, uh, the Eastern Conference where our teams reside, uh, we are that being the Florida Panthers currently sit at number two. We're eight one and one in our last ten games. Our goal differential is plus twenty five. We have been playing some lights out hockey here recently. Uh, Sam Reinhart, Barkov, Matthew Kachuk has gotten it back together. Uh, Bobrovsky has been playing good in the goal. 
Um, Carter Verhage has been doing what Carter Verhage does. Eventually, we're going to have a conversation about him. Eventually, not now, but eventually. Um, the Boston Bruins still doing what they did last year, though. They're they're the top of the table. Um, and the Lightning. Where are the where where are the Lightning? I, I don't see them in the top. Of, yeah, you're not going to see them in the top. Oh, oh where, well, the Flyers. Flyers sitting at number four in the Eastern Conference. Where are the, the four, the okay, so five, six. Seven, eighth. Okay, eight. I mean, you guys have done it from the eighth seed before, so that's it's a little dangerous. I'd rather the Penguins knock you guys out there, but uh, you guys have done it from the eighth seed before. Penguins got two games uh, in hand on you guys, so that'll be interesting to see. It's uh, a long season, first of all, and second of all, how many teams make the playoffs? Eight. We're halfway I think through. We're fine. We're halfway through. I think we're um, fine. That's why I said I need the Penguins to knock you guys out, so you guys can just be out of here. Uh, but in the Western Conference, Vancouver. Uh, is up top. Then you got Winnipeg, then Colorado Avalanche, the Stars, the Knights, the Kings, and then the Preds. And I think the Oilers might be the eighth squad. Yeah, we are pretty far back. So, yeah. What'd you say? They're pretty far back on the eighth squad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're three points behind, or two points behind the Preds, and then three points behind everyone else. Yeah. Oh. Um, um, all right. And then last but not least, the Fulham Corner. Uh, fucking shit but- week. Bah, bah, bah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fucking garbage. Uh, lost to Chelsea in very annoying fashion. It was a which uh, game one, was the because we lost two. Which was the one that counted the Chelsea? Uh, the Chelsea ones counted to the Premier League. The yeah. Liverpool game is for the Carabao Cup. Um, down two one going into the home leg of the Carabao Cup. Uh, scored first and then gave up two goals. It's it, it, the game against Liverpool is just the same script every game. I swear, every we time we go up and then we give up two goals in four minutes or so. This time it was two goals in two minutes and then we lose the game. It's so frustrating. But this is a two leg situation, so hopefully once we get back to Craven Cottage, we can uh, beat them in that part of it. Um, but the loss of Chelsea was annoying for the fact that uh, there was a. A blatant red card that just was not called. The man was given a yellow. It should have been a red. Everyone agrees that it should have been a red. Studs up. No play on the ball. Just spiking Willie in for no good reason whatsoever. Um, so they should have been down to 10 men. And then was it after, Was it right before the half? I knew it. Yeah, it was right before the half. And as the game was playing out, I was like, mm, this is gearing up for another one of these. Give up a goal right before the halves, and boom, Issa Diop makes a boneheaded foul in the penalty box area. We give up a pen, and that's the difference. One goal difference on a penalty kick. It's God like, damn. man, you were that close that entire game. To make that mistake is just it's unforgivable. Um, cooler heads must prevail. You got to play more smart in that. You got to play with your head on right. I mean, and, yeah, we, we, we dropped the ball there. Um, yeah. So yeah, that is it for. Still got that one on Arsenal though. Still got that one on Arsenal. That's the game. That's it for the show. And we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety. (laughs) Brandon, where can we find you? At Brandon T Comedy on all social media. BrandonTComedy.com. I'll be in LA Wednesday. So as this is coming out. If you're in the L.A., Los Angeles area, come see me. I'll be at a small comedy club called The Comedy Store uh, in West Hollywood, uh, 1030 uh, in the Belly Room. So come small hang club. out there. <laughs> it's a riffraff comedy show. 
Uh, also, the one man show, ex drinking buddy, a comics look at life near death, recovery and redemption, will be out live on YouTube as of the this recording coming out. So check that out. And then, as always, check out my other podcast. Brennan Tassif is your ex drinking buddy. I guess on to talk about their best and worst drinking drug party and getting in trouble stories. Joe. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dobo. You can find all this shows, uh, Twitter and Instagram at Tearing Press. Don't forget to check out Who Does a Pod or A New Low, all on the A New Low Network. That's a new low.co to check out all the other shows. Um, you can go to my website, joedorval.com, to check out my uh, music and my wares. Um, yeah. If Siriati is not fired by, ES- by First Take tomorrow, I thought it would have been First Take today. If he's not fired by First Take tomorrow, I'm we're going to have some look- problems. I'm gonna have to, you know, maybe make a trip up to, to uh, South Philly, talk to Jeff myself. Um, so yeah, uh, Brennan. Yeah, just get me out of here. I'm starving. I just went out and worked out in fucking thirty degree weather. There's snow flurries and shit. Oh, we have like full on snow, and that's why we play the game. Hello, hello. Huge shout out, Jason Kelsey. What a career. What a career. Better of the Kelsey brothers.